Welcome to Slim and Satisfied, a podcast about weight loss for women dealing with hormonal imbalances. I'm Daphna Chazen, registered dietitian and weight loss coach, and I invite you to join me weekly for conversations, practical strategies, and resources that will lead you on the right path to feeling satisfied with your body and your life. And now, let's get to today's episode. I am so tired seeing women with PCOS struggle with their weight and then go on traditional diets and really see no results. So if you've ever followed a plan like Weight Watchers or any of the other commercial plans that are out there and you struggled with success, you struggled to see good weight loss, you struggled to see good results, the reason for this is that calorie restriction, which is what these plans are usually based on, simply doesn't work for women with PCOS. We need a little bit of a more sophisticated approach in this case, and there are three main reasons why calorie restriction is not a good strategy for weight loss with PCOS, and I think in general it's not a good strategy, but let's talk about PCOS specifically. The first reason that it would never ever work to restrict calories with PCOS is that calorie restriction doesn't address insulin resistance. So any of these plans, whether it's Weight Watchers, the cabbage soup diet, the blood type diet, whether it's a fad or not, maybe it is a good solid plan, but it's really focused around calorie restriction. It doesn't really address insulin resistance. So anytime that insulin is high and the body's not responding to it properly, which is what insulin resistance is, we're not going to be metabolizing food in the right way and specifically carbohydrates are not going to be metabolized in the right way. So blood sugar levels are going to go really high. Insulin levels are likely going to be high. And the body is just looking for additional energy. So anytime that the body is not processing carbohydrates in the right way, it's going to pump more insulin into the system. And when insulin is circulating in the blood, it means that the body is more likely to deposit fat. So we're more likely to take the calories that we eat and store them as fat because when insulin is not able to do its job, when it's not able to let carbohydrates into the cells, the body is not receiving any source of energy, right? So Carbohydrates are the main energy source for the body, and when insulin can't do its job, it's basically not opening the cell in the right way for carbs to enter and be used up for energy in there. The body is going to think that there's no energy in the system. So what it's going to do, it's going to try to protect you from starving, and it's going to try to protect you from lack of nutrition, lack of energy, and and it thinks that you could be starving. So it's going to actually make insulin go higher. And when insulin is higher, it's depositing more and more fat. And it's storing all the energy that we eat, which is essentially calories from the food, as fat. So right there, you can see that the main reason that we do not want to restrict calories is that we could be eating a 1,200 calorie or a 1,000 calorie diet and still be putting weight on because insulin is too high and it's just causing the storage of calories into fat immediately. There's no burning off of calories. So the lower you go, the more weight you could be putting on because all of these calories are being used up 
for storage, okay? So insulin resistance is a very, very important. It's probably the first thing that you want to address if you have PCOS. And it's also the case, not, not just when you're putting weight on and when you're at a heavier weight, but if you have lean PCOS or you're at a relatively healthy weight range, you could still be insulin resistant. So you'd still want to manage this in exactly the same way. And one of the things that you could start doing is start changing the types of food that, that you're eating, the timing of the meals really matter, and the spacing of the meals is going to matter as well. So if you go check out my podcast, Slim and Satisfied, I have many, many different episodes talking about how to eat for PCOS, what you want to be looking for, what types of food, what timing is right for PCOS, and how to Uh, pick the right carbohydrates so that your body is being more efficient with burning them off and not making insulin resistance worse. You can also go check out my free guide. It's called the PCOS Proof Kitchen Guide. And I outline there all the exact foods that you want to be eating to manage PCOS and manage insulin resistance specifically. The second reason why calorie restriction wouldn't work with PCOS is that it really focuses more on quantity versus quality. So if you took two women, they're both the same age, same height, same weight, and they're eating the same amount of calories, say they're both eating a 1,200 calorie diet, the the woman who's eating 1,200 calories worth of healthy, good food is going to have a higher quality diet. And she's going to feel a lot more satiated. She's going to feel fuller. She's going to be managing her appetite better. And she's going to feel overall more energetic and more healthy as far as what nutrition she's getting in with the whole foods 1,200 calorie diet. Whereas a woman who's eating, let's take an extreme example, 1,200 calories of M&Ms in her day, she's likely not going to feel as good, right? So they're both eating the same amount of calories, but the person who's eating a whole foods diet, a wholesome diet that's full of good nutrition is probably going to see way better results and she's going to feel more comfortable doing that as far as her appetite levels go. So when we're just focusing on calories, we're not necessarily focusing on quality, right? So I always say you can eat 28 points worth of M&Ms and still be following Weight Watchers accurately, right? So that is possible to do. And that's why the emphasis on points or calories or things like that is not always good. It's not always the end-all be-all of weight loss. So you could be seeing small reductions in your weight, but is the quality of your diet really good? That's what you want to focus on for first. So it's not about the numbers. It's not about how to tally up the points or calories. It's about what the composition of the diet looks like and making sure that it's well-balanced and healthy and nourishing for your body because that's ultimately is what's going to help you balance hormones, reduce inflammation, and lower insulin resistance. So calories often ignore quality, right? So we could be eating the right, quote unquote, amount of calories, but not getting any good nutrition and feeling kind of lousy. So think about that as well. And the third reason that I often don't recommend following a calorie restricted diet is that it feeds into diet mentality. It really highlights when you're counting something, when you're really keeping close tabs and keeping close attention on numbers, it takes away your intuition right? It takes away how you feel, how you connect with your body, how you feel about food. 
do you check in with yourself? If you're about to eat a meal and you know that it's a 500 calorie meal, you're going to eat the full plate no matter how you feel. But maybe you're only halfway hungry, right? Maybe you can eat half your portion and be full. So when you're focusing on calories and when you're so hyper kind of aware of calories and numbers, you're naturally paying less attention to how you feel. You're naturally paying less attention to how your body is filling up, how your satiety and hunger cues are coming into play, what messages you're getting from your body. So these are all really important things because at the end of the day, you want to be eating well and eating nourishing foods and healing PCOS, but you don't want to lose touch with your body. You don't want to be eating based on some chart or based on some random meal plan that's not really taking into account everything that's happening in your body. And it's going to make you ignore very basic signals that your body is telling you and giving you. So when you're following a calorie restricted diet, there's always that risk of losing touch with your body, not paying close attention, and falling more into the all or nothing kind of diet mentality. You're either within the calorie range or you're out of the calorie range. And that's black and white thinking that's usually not that great for weight loss in general and for PCOS specifically. So what I would recommend is that you start off thinking more about the quality of your diet. You start off thinking more about how to reduce insulin levels, how to reduce your inflammation, and that's usually done with specific foods. Again, go check out my guide, daphnachazen.com forward slash PCOS plan. I'm going to outline, I'm going to put a link to it. You're going to want to make sure that you're focusing on quality, not quantity, and that you're making sure that you're feeling satisfied, you're feeling full, you're eating your meals in a structured way throughout the day, spaced out properly, and that you're not falling into any trap of calories or points or any sort of rigidity around your meal. Your meal plan, your your diet plan that you're following for PCOS should feel natural, it should feel good for your body, and it should definitely be be giving you long-lasting results and not just short-term quick fixes, okay? So I hope this was helpful. Go check out my guide daphnachazen.com forward slash PCOS plan. It's a great, great place for you to get started with everything I talked about today. I'll see you soon.